Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Jesus forgave us of all sin, past, present, and even future sin. The first time I realized that Jesus took the absolute penalty, punishment, all of it for my sins, that was freedom for me. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Friday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today's the end of my first week of teaching on hardness of heart. And I know that this is a teaching, the title kind of puts some people off like, well, I don't need this. You really do need this. Everybody needs this. The word hardened, when you apply it to our heart, is talking about being cold, insensitive, unfeeling, or unyielding. And I can guarantee you there's areas of our life where every one of us doesn't hear the voice of the Lord the way we should. We aren't as sensitive to the Lord as the way we should. I use the verses here in Mark chapter 6 where the Lord first started showing this truth to me, and the disciples were rebuked for having a hard heart because they were shocked. It says literally in Mark chapter 6, verse 51, they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered. At what? At Jesus walking on the water, Peter walking on the water to him, then the wind ceasing, there being a great calm, and then the boat and all of the disciples being translated to the other side of the lake. To see something like that and for your response to be that you're sore amazed beyond measure and wondering, then that means that you have a hardened heart. And I know that, that most people probably watching this program will say, oh, no, that's not true. Well, that's what the Bible says. It says for, the word for is a conjunction. They considered not the miracle of the loaves, and the reason that happened was because their heart was hardened. If their heart hadn't been hardened, they wouldn't have been surprised to see Jesus come walking on the water. They would have expected it because they were there at His bidding against their own wisdom. They were totally dependent upon the Lord. He was responsible for what was happening. They should have prayed and expected to see a miracle, but instead they were shocked when the Lord showed up and calmed the storm and translated them to the other side of the lake. So I spent the first four days of this week just trying to show what a hardened heart is. It's not only present in people who are rebelling at God. Now, that's true about people who are rebelling at God. They're hard-hearted. But it's also, uh, as it says in Mark chapter 8, verses 17 and 18, it's just not being able to perceive, not being able to understand, not being able to see spiritually, not being able to hear spiritually, and not being able to remember spiritual things. So I spent quite a bit of time just trying to diagnose what the problem is so that if you have these symptoms, you will recognize the problem is a hardened heart. You just aren't sensitive to God the way that you should be. So what causes a hardened heart? That's what I'm starting on today. And let me turn over here to Hebrews chapter 3, and it says in verse 7, it says, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith, Today, if you will hear His voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness. First of all, before I get into these other verses, let me just say that this says, Harden not your hearts. GOD IS NOT THE ONE THAT MAKES OUR HEARTS HARD OR SENSITIVE TOWARDS HIM. NOW, THERE ARE EXAMPLES SUCH AS PHARAOH WHERE GOD HARDENED HIS HEART, BUT THAT'S JUST BECAUSE PHARAOH HAD ALREADY HARDENED HIS HEART. PHARAOH PROCLAIMED HIMSELF AS BEING GOD AND ACCEPTED WORSHIP. 
AND I CAN GUARANTEE YOU THAT GOD SHOWED HIM THAT THAT WASN'T RIGHT. THE HOLY SPIRIT WITNESSED TO HIM. HE KNEW IN HIS HEART THAT HE WASN'T A GOD, AND YET HE HAD HARDENED HIS HEART. HE HAD JUST REFUSED TO YIELD TO THE WISDOM, TO THE CONVICTION, THE KNOWLEDGE THAT GOD PUT ON THE INSIDE OF EVERY ONE OF US, THAT THERE'S ONLY ONE GOD AND WE ARE NOT HIM. GOD HAD REVEALED HIMSELF. IT SAYS IN ROMANS CHAPTER 1 THAT GOD REVEALS HIMSELF FROM HEAVEN AGAINST ALL UNGODLINESS AND UNRIGHTEOUSNESS OF MEN WHO HOLD THE TRUTH AND UNRIGHTEOUSNESS SO THAT THEY'RE WITHOUT EXCUSE. ROMANS CHAPTER 1, VERSES 18 THROUGH 20. GOD TOLD PHARAOH NOT TO DO THIS STUFF, WITNESSED TO HIM THAT THIS WAS THE WRONG THING TO DO, AND YET HE HARDENED HIS HEART. SO ONCE PHARAOH HARDENED HIS HEART, THEN IN JUDGMENT, GOD JUST ENFORCED HIS OWN DECISION. HE CHOSE TO REJECT ALL OF THE LEADERSHIP, THE GUIDANCE OF GOD, TO DO HIS OWN THING, TO ACCEPT WORSHIP AS GOD. AND ONCE HE HAD CROSSED THAT THRESHOLD, GOD JUST CONTINUED TO HARDEN HIS HEART. HE WASN'T UNJUST TO DO THAT BECAUSE PHARAOH HAD ALREADY MADE THAT DECISION, AND ALL HE WAS DOING WAS ENFORCING PHARAOH'S DECISION. SO, BUT OUTSIDE OF JUDGMENT LIKE THAT, WHICH IF YOU ARE A BELIEVER, IF YOU'VE MADE JESUS YOUR LORD, WELL, THEN HE PLACED HIS JUDGMENT AGAINST YOUR SIN AND MY SIN UPON JESUS, AND HE'S NOT GOING TO PUNISH US DIRECTLY FOR WHAT WE DO. BUT PEOPLE OUTSIDE OF THE COVENANT MIGHT BE... uh, GOD MIGHT HARDEN THEIR HEART TO ACCOMPLISH HIS WILL, BUT FOR THOSE OF US INSIDE OF THE COVENANT, HE IS NOT GOING TO JUDGE US AND MAKE OUR HEART HARD. I SAID ALL OF THAT JUST TO SAY THAT IT SAYS, HARDEN NOT YOUR HEART. YOU ARE THE ONE THAT HAS THE CONTROL OVER YOUR HEART, WHETHER IT'S SENSITIVE TO GOD OR IF IT'S COLD, INSENSITIVE, UNFEELING, UNYIELDING, OR WHAT THE BIBLE CALLS HARDENED TOWARDS GOD. THAT IS YOUR DECISION. AND SOME OF YOU MIGHT HAVE LISTENED TO MY PROGRAM THE FIRST FEW DAYS OF THIS WEEK, AND YOU MIGHT RECOGNIZE IT ACCORDING TO THE THINGS THAT I'VE SHARED FROM SCRIPTURE, THAT YOU HAVE A HARDENED HEART, AND YOU MAY SAY, OH, GOD, PLEASE CHANGE MY HEART. WELL, IT DOES TAKE GOD'S POWER, BUT YOU'RE THE ONE THAT CONTROLS THAT. IF YOU CHOOSE TO HAVE A SENSITIVE HEART AND FOLLOW THROUGH WITH THE THINGS THAT I'M GOING TO BE SHARING WITH YOU FROM SCRIPTURE, YOU CAN MAKE YOUR HEART SENSITIVE TO GOD. IT IS NOT GOD THAT HARDENED YOUR HEART AND MADE YOU INSENSITIVE TOWARDS GOD. THAT'S IMPORTANT THAT YOU UNDERSTAND THIS SO THAT YOU DON'T JUST GO TO GOD AND ASK HIM TO JUST CHANGE YOU. YOU TAKE HIS POWER AND DO WHAT HIS WORD SAYS, AND YOU ARE THE ONES THAT SENSITIZE YOUR HEART TOWARDS GOD. SO IT SAYS AGAIN IN VERSE 8, HARDEN NOT YOUR HEARTS AS IN THE PROVOCATION IN THE DAY OF TEMPTATION IN THE WILDERNESS WHEN YOUR FATHERS TEMPTED ME, PROVED ME, AND SAW MY WORKS 40 YEARS. WHEREFORE I WAS GRIEVED WITH THAT GENERATION AND SAID THEY DO ALWAYS err IN THEIR HEART, AND THEY HAVE NOT KNOWN MY WAYS. SO THIS IS TALKING ABOUT THE CHILDREN OF ISRAEL THAT CAME OUT OF THE LAND OF EGYPT, AND DURING THAT 40 YEARS IN THE WILDERNESS, THEY JUST HARDENED THEIR HEART. AND, YOU KNOW, AGAIN, IN THE EARLIER uh, DAYS OF THIS WEEK, I WAS TEACHING FROM MARK CHAPTER 8, AND IT TALKED ABOUT THAT A HARDENED HEART CHARACTERISTICS ARE THAT YOU CAN'T PERCEIVE, YOU CAN'T UNDERSTAND, YOU CAN'T SEE, YOU CAN'T HEAR SPIRITUALLY, AND YOU CAN'T REMEMBER. AND YOU CAN LOOK AT THE JEWS THAT WENT THROUGH THE WILDERNESS EXPERIENCE. AND I MEAN, THAT IS JUST SO DESCRIPTIVE OF THE WAY THAT THEIR WHOLE LIFE WAS. I MEAN, THEY WOULD HAVE THE LORD BRING THEM THROUGH THE RED SEA, AND THREE DAYS AFTER BEING DELIVERED FROM THE RED SEA, IT WAS LIKE THAT THEY HAD FORGOTTEN EVERYTHING, AND THEY WERE THIRSTY. AND SO THEY SAID, GOD BROUGHT US OUT INTO THE WILDERNESS TO KILL US. AND IT'S LIKE THEY FORGOT GOING THROUGH THE RED SEA. THEY FORGOT BEING DELIVERED FROM THE LAND OF EGYPT. HOW COULD PEOPLE DO THIS? 
WHEN YOU READ IT, YOU JUST WONDER, DON'T THESE PEOPLE REMEMBER ALL THE MIGHTY ACTS THAT GOD HAD DONE? MATTER OF FACT, IF YOU READ OVER IN PSALMS 107, IT SPECIFICALLY SAYS, BUT THEY REMEMBERED NOT THE ACTS OF GOD. ONE OF THE THINGS THAT HAPPENED TO THE ISRAELITES, THAT IT'S JUST LIKE THEY WOKE UP, THEY'RE LIKE A GOOSE. THEY WOKE UP IN A NEW WORLD EVERY MORNING. THEY DIDN'T REMEMBER ALL THE FAITHFULNESS OF GOD AND ALL OF THE THINGS THAT HE'S DONE. AND YOU KNOW, I'VE SEEN THIS WITH MANY PEOPLE THAT I MINISTER TO, THAT GOD HAS DONE GREAT THINGS FOR THEM, BUT THEN THEY GET INTO THE MIDST OF A SITUATION AND IT'S LIKE THEY JUST LOSE ALL PERSPECTIVE OF WHAT GOD HAS DONE IN THE PAST AND THEY, they SEE THEIR PROBLEM THAT THEY'RE FACING RIGHT THEN AND THEY JUST they TAKE IT TOTALLY OUT OF CONTEXT. IT'S LIKE THEY DON'T REMEMBER THE FAITHFULNESS OF GOD. I REMEMBER ONE OF MY FRIENDS IN PARTICULAR THAT WAS IN A PRAYER LINE AND HE WAS ASKING ME TO PRAY FOR HIM AND I FORGET THE EXACT DETAILS, BUT HE WAS BELIEVING FOR SOME RELATIVELY MINOR AMOUNT OF MONEY, $100 OR SOMETHING, AND HE HAD THIS BILL DUE, AND IF HE DIDN'T GET IT, HE WAS GONNA, YOU KNOW, su- SUFFER SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER, BE EVICTED or, OR HAVE SOMETHING REPOSSESSED. I FORGOT THE DETAILS. BUT ANYWAY, HE NEEDED A RELATIVELY SMALL AMOUNT OF MONEY, AND HE WAS JUST CRYING AND BROKEN-HEARTED. AND ANYWAY, WHEN I CAME TO HIM, SINCE I KNEW HIM AND KNEW HIS SITUATION, I JUST REMINDED HIM. I SAID, DON'T YOU REMEMBER WHAT GOD HAS DONE IN THE PAST? DON'T YOU REMEMBER ALL OF THESE GREAT THINGS THAT HE'S DONE FOR YOU? AND AS I WENT THROUGH AND JUST STARTED REHEARSING SOME OF THE THINGS THAT I PERSONALLY KNEW BECAUSE HE WAS A PERSONAL FRIEND OF MINE, ALL OF A SUDDEN IT PUT EVERYTHING INTO PERSPECTIVE. AND THIS HUNDRED DOLLARS THAT HE WAS BELIEVING FOR WAS NOTHING COMPARED TO THE GREAT THINGS THAT GOD HAD ALREADY DELIVERED HIM FROM. SEE, WHEN YOU CAN REMEMBER LIKE THAT, IT JUST GIVES YOU A DIFFERENT PERSPECTIVE. YOU FACE THINGS DIFFERENTLY. I REMEMBER A TIME THAT I WAS HAVING A uh, BOARD MEETING AT MY HOUSE, AND ANYWAY, ON PAPER, WE WERE BANKRUPT. AND THE BOARD BASICALLY SAID, YOU KNOW, WE HAVE A RESPONSIBILITY AS BOARD MEMBERS TO JUST SHUT THIS THING DOWN. AND THEY WERE LITERALLY GOING TO SHUT MY MINISTRY DOWN BECAUSE WE WERE INSOLVENT, AND THEY SAID, WE NEED TO DISSOLVE THE THING. AND THEY DIDN'T WANT TO DO IT, AND I DIDN'T WANT TO DO IT, BUT ANYWAY, WE DECIDED WE'D JUST PRAY. AND WHILE WE WERE PRAYING, MY MOTHER CALLED. SHE WAS THE ONE THAT WAS OPENING OUR MAIL AT THE TIME, AND WE HAD RECEIVED A $60,000 GIFT, WHICH BACK THEN, THIS HAS BEEN 25, 30 YEARS AGO, $60,000 WAS MULTIPLE MONTHS' INCOME FOR ME, AND IT SOLVED OUR PROBLEM. AND ANYWAY, BECAUSE I EXPERIENCED THAT AND BECAUSE I REMEMBERED IT, I REMEMBER ANOTHER TIME THAT WE WERE FACING SOME FINANCIAL PROBLEMS, AND I HAD A MANAGER OF OUR MINISTRY WHO HAD BEEN A BANK PRESIDENT, AND HE CAME IN ONE MONTH, AND HE JUST BEGAN TO TELL ME, HE SAYS, YOU KNOW, THE INCOME IS DOWN, THE the GIVING, THE REVENUE HASN'T BEEN UP, WE NEED TO DO SOMETHING. AND ANYWAY, I SAID, OKAY, I HEARD YOU, AND I DIDN'T REALLY DO ANYTHING. THE NEXT MONTH HE CAME, AND THINGS HAD COMPOUNDED. IT WAS LOOKING WORSE, AND SO HE PUT A LITTLE BIT MORE EMPHASIS ON IT. WE NEED TO DO SOMETHING. AND I SAID, OKAY. AND THEN THIRD MONTH HE CAME, AND FINALLY HE WAS PUSHING THE PANIC BUTTON. WE HAVE TO DO SOMETHING RIGHT NOW. YOU DON'T UNDERSTAND. AND I BASICALLY HAD TO SIT HIM DOWN AND SAY, NO, YOU DON'T UNDERSTAND. AND I REMINDED HIM OF THAT BOARD MEETING WHERE THAT $60,000 GIFT CAME IN AND WHERE IT SOLVED OUR PROBLEMS. AND I SAID, LOOK, I'VE BEEN THROUGH THIS BEFORE, AND I HAVE SEEN GOD COME THROUGH AND SUPPLY OUR NEEDS, AND I'M NOT WORRIED ABOUT IT. AND SEE, BECAUSE OF THAT, BECAUSE I REMEMBERED, IT GAVE ME A DIFFERENT PERSPECTIVE TOWARDS THINGS. BUT THERE'S A LOT OF PEOPLE THAT JUST, I MEAN, AGAIN, THEIR HEART IS HARDENED, AND ACCORDING TO WHAT JESUS SAID IN MARK CHAPTER 8, VERSE 18, THEY CAN'T REMEMBER. 
THEY FORGET THE FAITHFULNESS OF GOD IN THE PAST. AND SO THEY JUST STARE A PROBLEM IN THE FACE AND IT'S LIKE THEY'VE NOT GOT ANY HISTORY. THEY DON'T REMEMBER THE FAITHFULNESS OF GOD. THAT IS A SYMPTOM OF A HARDENED HEART. AND THAT'S EXACTLY WHAT THESE VERSES ARE SAYING, THAT THEY DIDN'T REMEMBER THE THINGS THAT GOD HAD DONE. AND IN VERSE 11, THIS IS HEBREWS CHAPTER 3, VERSE 11, SO I SWEAR IN MY WRATH THEY SHALL NOT ENTER INTO MY REST. TAKE HEED, BRETHREN, LEST THERE BE IN ANY OF YOU AN EVIL HEART OF UNBELIEF IN DEPARTING FROM THE LIVING GOD, BUT EXHORT ONE ANOTHER DAILY WHILE IT IS CALLED TODAY, LEST ANY OF YOU BE HARDENED THROUGH THE DECEITFULNESS OF SIN. SO THIS IS TALKING ABOUT A HARDENED HEART, AND NOTICE IT USES THE TERM AN EVIL HEART OF UNBELIEF AND BEING HARDENED THROUGH THE DECEITFULNESS OF SIN INTERCHANGEABLY. SO I THINK THAT YOU COULD SAY THAT WHEN WE... WHEN OUR HEART IS FULL OF UNBELIEF, WE KNOW THAT GOD HAS PROMISED THAT HE'S GOING TO BLESS US, THAT HE'S GOING TO HEAL US, PROSPER US, DELIVER US, THAT GOD HAS GOOD THINGS FOR US. WE KNOW WHAT THE WORD SAYS, BUT OUR HEART IS JUST FULL OF UNBELIEF AND FEAR ABOUT IT. THAT'S AN EVIL HEART OF UNBELIEF. IT'S A HARDENED HEART. UNBELIEF IS THE SYMPTOM OF A HARDENED HEART. AND LOOK AT THIS. IT SAYS, EXHORT ONE ANOTHER DAILY WHILE IT IS CALLED TODAY, LEST ANY OF YOU BE HARDENED THROUGH THE DECEITFULNESS OF SIN. SO THIS RIGHT HERE SAYS THE DECEITFULNESS OF SIN WILL HARDEN OUR HEARTS TOWARDS GOD. AND I AM NOT TRYING TO MINIMIZE SIN. I'M NOT TRYING TO GLAZE OVER THIS, BUT I BELIEVE THAT MOST PEOPLE WOULD JUST AUTOMATICALLY ACKNOWLEDGE THAT IF YOU START LIVING IN SIN, THAT THAT DESENSITIZES YOU TO GOD. IN OTHER WORDS, HERE'S GOD TELLING YOU, DON'T DO IT. THIS IS NOT FOR YOUR OWN GOOD. IT'S GOING TO HURT YOU. THE WAGES OF SIN IS DEATH. YOU ARE GOING TO EXPERIENCE some, SOME NEGATIVE EFFECTS. AND MOST PEOPLE REALIZE THAT WHEN YOU GO AHEAD AND JUST HARDEN YOURSELF AND SIN AGAINST WHAT GOD IS TELLING YOU TO DO, THAT THAT PUTS A LAYER OF INSENSITIVITY BETWEEN YOU AND GOD. I THINK MOST PEOPLE WOULD JUST RECOGNIZE THAT, AND THAT'S NOT A PROBLEM. SO I'M NOT SAYING THAT THAT'S NOT A PROBLEM, BUT I AM GOING TO SAY THAT THERE'S THINGS BESIDES JUST SIN THAT HARDENS OUR HEART TOWARDS GOD. LET ME ALSO SAY THIS. IT IS SIMILAR TO CALLOUSES. LIKE IF YOU WORK, AND IF YOU, if you START WORKING REAL HARD, AND IF YOU AREN'T USED TO THAT, your, YOUR HANDS WILL GET CALLOUSES ON THAT. AND WHAT THAT IS, THAT'S JUST A LITTLE LAYER of, OF THIS CALLUS COMES ON THERE, AND IF YOU KEEP DOING IT OVER AND OVER AND OVER, YOU CAN GET TO WHERE THESE CALLUSES ARE SO STRONG THAT YOU JUST... I MEAN, THEY'RE HARD. LIKE, I REMEMBER WHEN I USED TO PLAY GUITAR AND LEAD uh, BIBLE STUDY, LEAD PRAISE AND WORSHIP AT MY BIBLE STUDIES, AND I HAD SIX BIBLE STUDIES A WEEK IN THREE DIFFERENT STATES, AND I WAS A CIRCUIT RIDING tr uh, PREACHER, BASICALLY, FOR A COUPLE OF YEARS, AND I HAD THIS 12-STRING GUITAR, AND I WOULD PLAY AND SING, AND uh, IT WAS PITIFUL, BUT NONETHELESS, uh, I WAS THE ONE THAT WAS DOING THIS PRAISE AND WORSHIP. AND I WOULD DO THAT SIX NIGHTS A WEEK. AND DID YOU KNOW THAT THESE FINGERS WHERE I WAS PUSHING THOSE STRINGS ON THAT FRET, MY FINGERS BECAME SO CALLOUS THAT I WENT TO GET SOME KIND OF A BLOOD TEST FOR SOMETHING, AND THEY TRIED TO PRICK MY FINGER AND GET A LITTLE BIT OF BLOOD FOR A BLOOD TEST. AND they, THEY BROKE A NUMBER OF NEEDLES TRYING TO PRICK MY FINGERS BECAUSE THEY WERE SO HARD, THEY WERE SO CALLOUSED. AND THIS IS KIND OF DESCRIPTIVE OF HOW A HARDENED HEART IS. YOU DON'T JUST BECOME HARD-HEARTED TOWARDS GOD ALL AT ONCE. IT'S A PROCESS. AND IF GOD TELLS YOU TO DO SOMETHING, 
and you just decide not to do it or you fail to do it for whatever the reason is. You know what? You just put one layer of insensitivity between your heart and between God. And then that makes it easier the next time to ignore the leading of God. And after a number of times doing this, there's just layer after layer after layer of insensitivity between your heart and God. And pretty soon you get to where you can't perceive, you can't understand, you can't see, you can't hear, you can't remember. Your heart has become hardened, insensitive, cold, unfeeling, and unyielding towards God. This is how it happens. It's just layer after layer. This is the reason that it's so important that when God speaks something to you that you obey, that you do it. It's not that God is going to reject you. Again, I teach on the grace of God so much, and I say that there is nothing you do that earns you the favor of God. Everything that we receive from God is based on what Jesus has done, and the only thing we have to contribute is just our faith. We just believe and receive or doubt and do without. You don't earn the favor of God. So I believe that. But if you don't obey God, if you aren't living for Him, if you are out there just doing things that God is telling you not to do because it's not for your benefit, every time you do that, you put a layer of insensitivity between your heart and between God, and it makes you dull and unperceptive of what God is trying to say and do. And you do that over and over, and your heart will become so hardened that you can't see, you can't perceive, you can't understand, you can't hear, you don't remember the things of God. And even though God's heart is the same towards you, your heart will be hardened towards God to where you can't perceive, hear, and understand the things of God. And that's a situation that none of us want. And so this verse says that our heart becomes hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. SO IF YOU ARE LIVING IN SIN, STOP IT. AND AGAIN, SOME PEOPLE HAVE HEARD ME PREACH ON GRACE AND SAY THAT GOD LOVES YOU EVEN IF YOU'VE SINNED, EVEN IF YOU'VE MESSED UP. GOD DOESN'T MOVE IN OUR LIFE BASED ON OUR HOLINESS. AND FROM THAT, THEY TAKE IT THAT, WELL, IT'S JUST FINE THEN TO GO LIVE IN SIN. FIRST OF ALL, IF YOU ARE TRULY BORN AGAIN, YOU AREN'T LOOKING FOR A WAY TO SIN. YOU ARE WANTING TO OVERCOME IT. Uh, 1 JOHN CHAPTER 3 AND VERSE 3, THE FIRST TWO VERSES TALK ABOUT US BEING THE CHILDREN OF GOD AND WHAT A GREAT THING THAT IS AND THAT we, WHEN WE SEE HIM, WE'LL BE LIKE HIM FOR WE WILL uh, KNOW HIM AS HE IS. AND THEN IN VERSE 3 IT SAYS, AND EVERY MAN THAT HAS THIS HOPE IN HIM PURIFIES HIMSELF EVEN AS HE IS PURE. IF YOU TRULY ARE BORN AGAIN AND HAVE YOUR HOPE IN GOD, THEN YOU WILL SEEK TO PURIFY YOURSELF. ANY PERSON WHO WOULD TAKE WHAT I'M SAYING OR ANYBODY ELSE SAYS ABOUT THE GRACE OF GOD AND HOW THAT GOD LOVES US, INDEPENDENT OF OUR PERFORMANCE, AND IF YOU WOULD TAKE THAT AND USE THAT AS AN EXCUSE TO GO LIVE IN SIN, THEN I WOULD SAY YOU PROBABLY AREN'T BORN AGAIN. YOU NEED TO GET SAVED BECAUSE EVERY MAN THAT HAS THIS HOPE IN HIM PURIFIES HIMSELF EVEN AS HE IS PURE. IF YOU ARE TRULY BORN AGAIN, YOU AREN'T LOOKING FOR AN EXCUSE TO GO LIVE IN SIN. YOU ARE WANTING TO OVERCOME IT. NOW, YOU MAY BE DOING A POOR JOB BECAUSE YOU HAVE TO KNOW THE TRUTH TO BE SET FREE. AND SAD TO SAY, THERE'S A LOT OF PEOPLE WHO'VE RECEIVED SALVATION AND THEY'RE BORN AGAIN, BUT THEY DON'T KNOW THE TRUTH OF THE WORD OF GOD. AND THEIR IGNORANCE IS KILLING THEM. AND SO THEY COULD BE LIVING IN SIN AND NOT, being, not LIVING A VICTORIOUS LIFE, BUT THAT'S NOT AN EXCUSE OR A REASON TO GO LIVE IN SIN. JUST BECAUSE GOD LOVES YOU IN SPITE OF YOUR SIN DOESN'T MEAN YOU SHOULD GO LIVE IN SIN IF YOU'RE TRULY BORN AGAIN YOU WANT TO OVERCOME YOUR SIN. You, YOU AREN'T LOOKING FOR AN EXCUSE 
you're looking for a way out. So, so I say all this stuff to say that it says clearly here in Hebrews chapter 3, in verse 12 and 13, that sin, the deceitfulness of sin, will harden our heart towards God. So as I'm talking about a hardened heart and what causes it, well, obviously, sin, direct disobedience. When God tells you no and you say, I don't care, I'm going to do it anyway, every time you do that, you make your heart a little more insensitive towards God. And if you persist in that and continue to do it over a prolonged period of time, you are just deadening your heart to hearing from God. It's not God who's not speaking. It's your heart that's become dull of hearing. This is the exact terminology over in Matthew chapter 13 where it was given the parable about the sower sowing the seed. And the disciples said, why are you speaking to him in parables? And he's, he's told them, he says, this people's heart has waxed gross and they have become dull of hearing. Did you know that those words are word pictures? when it says their heart has waxed gross. You know what that's describing? The way that you made candles in those days was that you took a wick and you put it into hot wax. You would dip it in there and pull it out. And when you did, there would be just a, a, a real thin layer or film of wax that would build up on that string. And then when you pulled it out of there, it would just immediately harden. And then you'd stick it and dip it in again and it'd put another layer on it. And I've actually seen machines when I went back to New England and saw the way that they were doing things hundreds of years ago, and they would have these wicks on a platform and then a vat of hot wax, and they would just dip them like that and pull them up and dip them, and they would do it hundreds and hundreds of times. And layer by layer by layer, you would have that wax build up until you would have a candle. So that's what he, Jesus was talking about when he says their heart has waxed gross and their ears have become dull of hearing. This hardness of heart that it's describing right here is a process that happens just little by little by little. One time after another, we just fail to follow through. The Lord is leading us to spend some time with Him, and we neglect it. And the first time you neglect it, you know, you, you feel a little bad about it, but you had something else you really wanted to do, and so you just kind of ignored what God was leading you to do and did your own thing. Then the next time you do it, it's a little bit easier and you just do this over and over and over. And after a while, you can desensitize yourself. You can actually get your conscience so that you don't even think about it anymore. That you may go weeks without ever studying the Word, without praying, without talking to the Lord, and you just become hardened in that area. That's what all of those verses are describing. So our heart can become hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. I am not minimizing sin, but I'm going to spend the rest of this time talking about what causes us to become hardened towards God, talking about other things. Because sin is so obvious, I think most Christians would recognize that deliberate disobedience to God will harden your heart towards God, make you insensitive to God. But there are other things that desensitize us to God that most Christians don't even realize that it's something that's hardening us. And so that's what I'm going to focus on. I'll begin uh, that on our programs next week. I'm going to continue to teach on hardness of heart, but I would really like to encourage you to get this book. It would be a blessing. I've got it in English and in Spanish. And then we have CDs and DVD albums 
where I've taught on this in live sessions, and it would be a real blessing to you. So listen to our announcer. He's going to give you this information about how to receive these products and call or write today. Andrew's complete series titled Hardness of Heart is available in either a CD or DVD album and a book in either English or Spanish. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. You can get these products as part of the Hardness of Heart package, which includes both books and your choice of either CD or DVD albums from both Hardness of Heart and How to Become a Water Walker. The Hardness of Heart package has a catalog value of $75, but you can receive all of these valuable resources for just $55. Andrew's book, A Hardness of Heart, my heart was hard towards the things of God, and that, that book explained to me about that. It was sensitive to the things of the world, even people, which was okay, but it wasn't sensitive to the Word and to God. Andrew's book, Hardness of Heart, is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719 635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. I wanted to let you know that we have now teamed up with a ministry called I Donate so that we can receive cars and boats and stocks and jewelry. We have only done this a very short period of time and already we've had tens of thousands of dollars worth of things donated. People, you know, that don't have cash, but they have something that they want to donate. So if you're interested in that, you can follow the information on the screen and participate, and we would love to help you give these assets to the ministry. Have you checked out the Inside Story yet? It's a great way for you to get an inside look of what is happening at Andrew Womack Ministries. With over six years of interviews, there's a lot to get excited about. Check out this month's featured story today, only at awmi.net. I want to encourage you to check out a brand new program that we created at Gospel Truth TV. This is an original program with Tony Dungy and James Brown. They're both at the top of their game. Tony is an award-winning, Super Bowl-winning coach. Uh, James Brown is uh, at the top of his game announcing sports things. I mean, they are awesome men. They do an interview on Beyond the Game with JB and Tony is what we've entitled it. And they interview these sports figures and share things with you that usually get cut out on the secular networks. These sports figures 
are going to share their heart with you about their relationship with the Lord. And I tell you, it'll be a blessing. So check it out, 9.30 a.m., 9.30 p.m., twice a day on Sundays on gospeltruth.tv. I'D LIKE TO GIVE YOU AN INVITATION TO JOIN ME ON APRIL THE 24TH AND THE 25TH AT Caris CHRISTIAN CENTER IN COLORADO SPRINGS. AND MY GOOD FRIENDS ASHLEY AND CARLY TERRADEZ ARE HOSTING A CONFERENCE THERE. AND IT'S GOING TO BE THE ABUNDANT LIFE EVENT. I'M GOING TO BE ONE OF THE SPEAKERS. AND I TELL YOU, ASHLEY AND CARLY, THEY'RE THE ONES THAT THEIR LITTLE DAUGHTER, HANNAH, WAS HEALED OF AN INCURABLE DISEASE. AND THEY ARE PREACHING THE WORD OF GOD. THEY'RE SEEING GREAT MIRACLES HAPPEN. REMEMBER, IT'S THE 24TH THROUGH THE 25TH AT Caris CHRISTIAN CENTER FOR THE ABUNDANT LIFE EVENT.